Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Only mean one thing on this program, and that's all things simple, man. He's not really simple, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Mr. O'Reilly, sir, I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Did you? Uh, yes, I did, Hannity. Thank you very much. And uh, I know you did as well. But I yeah. bet you didn't do what I did. I bet you don't fry your turkey. No, and I don't kung fu it either. So, <laughs> Hannity asked kung fu Where did you get this kung fu? I do mixed martial arts. Right. That's what I do. It's even exhaustive explaining. <laughs> um, anyway, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. What's on your mind today? Well, I'm under a lot of pressure um, because the uh, Trump O'Reilly history show, the first one, is in 10 days, Fort Lauderdale, Sunrise, the FLA Live Arena, on December 11th, Saturday. And I'm, I'm prepping um, to make this the most thorough interview ever done with Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. So I'd like your help in the sense that... By the way, we, we actually put a link on my website. It's on your website, BillOReilly.com, and I know you sold 30,000, 40,000 tickets already, but there's still some seats available in yep. some locations, so yep. that would be great. So, oh, so you, Wait, wait, you said you want my help? What am I? Did yeah, I hear because, that right? You know, I, I'm, I'm asking a few, not a lot. I don't want a big cacophony. But I'm asking a few people who know the Trump administration very well what they believe they would like to know as far as history is concerned. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, I just got finished researching um, President Trump's trip in 2018 to Europe to honor the World War I dead. Remember that? When Atlantic Magazine accused him of disparaging um, the dead Marines. You know, I found out a lot of really interesting new stuff about it. Yeah, that, like fake news again. Shocker, yeah, right? horrible. But it was way more than just lying about it. Um, it was the way that, that, that it came about. So I'm doing a lot of research, and I want to know 
Um, what interests you? Give me a couple. Wow. Now, the, all right, I'm going to take this seriously. Sure. You're asking me. A, 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 I like the fact. I didn't like the idea of your tour when I first heard it. And I said, "Oh, O'Reilly's going to be O'Reilly. You know, he's going to go in. He's going to be you be doing the non-cupcake interview and you know putting Trump on the spot. And when you told me that it's going to be very different than that, I was actually glad to hear it. And then I supported it. And, and I would actually advise people to go see it. I think it's going to be fascinating. But you're asking me, these are questions that I would like to have answered. I'll tell you one that comes right to the top of my mind. I believe that George W. Bush, 43, became president. In other words, he knew he was president. Because a lot of presidents will say, like Reagan famously said after he won in 1980, uh, now what do we do? Uh, it's surreal, and I interviewed Trump very early in the administration you know, what's this like now you're the president? Has it hit you yet? And and he gave an interesting answer. I don't want to give it away. So I think Bush became president the day he went to New York City and stood on a pile of rubble and took took a bullhorn. And soon the rest of them will hear from all of us. I think he became president in that moment. I think Reagan, when he said, now what? You know, it's like surreal. You, you know, there's only been... 46 presidents of the United States. So I would want to know at what moment Donald Trump realized the magnitude of being the president of the United States. And I ask that question because you're, you're doing this for historical purposes. That's an interesting question. Um, I might have to frame it a little bit differently because <laughs> now I'm going to get it edited. Okay, no, no, go no, ahead. No, edit my question. Look, you and I know Donald Trump pretty well. I would say we know him better than... 99% of people. Okay. He's not an introspective man. Nope. Okay? Doesn't like lookbacks. Uh, doesn't like to analyze what happened in the past. So what I have to do, and I think that your question is a good one, is bring him into the White House itself and say something like, were you ever scared? Was there ever something that was presented to you, particularly early on, that you went, holy, you know what? What am I going to do? That make it a personal thing because he reacts emotionally and personally. And that's what many of my questions are going to be. Rather than the dry stuff you get on 60 Minutes, it's all about emotion. But it's a Well, I have a second case. question. You ready for number two? I am. Now, you and I take this for granted because this has been our lives for our professional career, but and we've interviewed many presidents. And here's a question, though. You know, every time you're around the president, and I would see the nuclear football. I would see there is one man dedicated to carrying that football and being next to the president's side at all times in case, God forbid, the president and only the president has to launch a nuclear weapon. I would like to know uh, what the president felt at different times when he thought about that that enormous amount of responsibility and power. You know, I might frame it this way. <laughs> why? 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 Why am I even trying to well, answer you're, your you're question? Me good advice, Hannity. But you know, I'm I'm not Katie <laughs> Turr. I'm not going to just tell oh, man. people what what somebody told me to say how about this 
of all the world leaders, who do you think is most capable of starting a nuclear war? I know the answer. Don't tell everybody, because I don't know it. I know the answer. But isn't that a fascinating question? It is, and I've actually asked it, but it doesn't matter. You need to ask that question. That's a good question. But the nuclear football itself is around him all day and all night. Every president. Right. And at some point, I would imagine you're looking over and, you know, does it hit you? Does it strike you? Holy Adam Schiff. This is it. Yeah. All right. Last question is an obvious one. You probably have it as part of your questions, but, you know, Maybe you don't. So I'm going to give you one last one, and then I'm I'm done playing the silly game that you're making me play. Because what's the point? I I give you a question, and then you edit it down to what you want to do anyway. But um, <laughs> so it's kind of a funny, you know, funny thing. All right. So the last thing I would say is, what did you most love about the job? That's good. And and what did you most hate about the job? Well, he's going to say the the press on hate. I probably yeah. Um, but love about job is good. Um, and that'll be at the end that, you know, cause I'll, I'll kind of start with, uh, the heavy duty. Well, take stuff away the press as an answer to what he hated the most and say, except for the, let's put the press aside. Yep. What did you not like about the job? Okay. I like it. And that I probably will use verbatim. And you know, I'm just thinking about shocker. Nu- I'm one for three. The nuclear football thing. I hope Hunter Biden doesn't have the nuclear. Oh my God. Can you, you imagine? So? You've been following this uh, laptop from hell book by Miranda? You know what's fascinating about that is that there hasn't been one left-wing news organization or social media company that censored that story, that has explained why they censored it or apologized for it. Do you realize that? Not one. Mm -hmm. And you combine that with Russian collusion... And I wrote this in my message of the day on BillOReilly.com this morning. You combine those two enormous events that both turned out to be fraud. I mean, outright fraud. And you are looking at the destruction of the American media, I think. Quick break. More with Bill O'Reilly than your calls. 800-941-SEAN as we continue. O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. You know, I will say this. Um, look at the media today, Bill. It's a, I think journalism, I said this in 2007. No, no, no one will ever give me credit for it, but I wasn't wrong. Media is dead. Journalism in America is dead. Um, now, for example, if people ask, you know, people think, I don't know what why people don't understand what it is that you and I do. And, and we actually have slightly different roles. But I'm a talk show host, Bill, on radio and TV. We do straight news reporting. And, and you know I could produce thousands of hours on radio and TV of that. We do investigative reporting. Uh, three years on the deep state. We, we were vindicated completely. Uh, Barack's Radical Associations, Black Liberation Theology, Ayers, Dorn, Wright. We did all of that. 
Um, we also do opinion, and I don't hide the fact that I'm a registered conservative, and I support America first, make America great again, Ronald Reagan conservatism, uh, because it works. And I also do culture and sports, so that's the talk show host. All these other people, Bill, claim to be objective. They're not. They claim to be fair and balanced. They're not. They're talk show hosts, but they won't admit it. Why? Because they want a certain uh, status, particularly if they live in Washington, uh, in the community. But here, here's how bad it is. It, you know, there are a lot of phonies in our business, and I, I could sit here and rattle off the names, and so could you. We all know them. You and I know these people are. They're phonies. A lot of them are particularly bright. Um, they may look good. There's a reason they're there. But you're not going to learn much from them. But look at this Chris Cuomo thing. And I saw your comments about Cuomo that you believe in second chances, and I thought that was very charitable. Um, Cuomo gets caught up in something that he had no idea. He was trying to help his brother. Okay. But essential journalism 101, and I have a master's degree in journalism, okay? Essential journalism 101 is if you are personally involved in any story, you recuse yourself. Just like here's, a judge. Here's what, what wait, I wait, would wait, argue. Wait, hear me out on this. I'm no, I'm listening to you. Okay. So, number one, Chris Cuomo, who's not a journalist, okay, he doesn't recuse himself. But even worse than that, his company doesn't walk in and say, you can't cover your brother. You can't. So it's not going to be permitted. Do you the know what I still, let, 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 let me interject this, Bill. The difference, you see, I think Chris is a talk show host like I am. But I think he calls himself a journalist. I think he may even believe it. He's but not. He's, he's not. Look, he worked at ABC uh, after he worked at Fox. I remember him coming into my office, and, and I like him. All right, he came into my office, very respectful, sat down, said, look, I got an offer to go to ABC News to do X, Y, and Z. I like it at Fox. I'm learning a lot. You know, what would you do? Because I had worked at ABC as a correspondent for two years. And, you know, I gave him, as I would give anyone, the best advice I could give him. But it is clear to me that Chris Cuomo was in the business of celebrity, trying to get famous, trying to make money, rather than digging around trying to break stories. That's what real journalists do. They try to find out facts that the American people don't know. Is that going on anywhere? Not you know, much. it's funny, but I would argue, and you can correct me if I'm wrong and tell me you disagree with me. I would argue that some of the best work I've ever done in my career was was the deep dive into the phony dossier, the FISA applications. And I've been completely vindicated while the rest of the media were, were completely wrong. And they sold lies for three, four years. You Same thing not. with Obama. Nobody wanted to vet Obama the way I did. If you, Sean Hannity, have the power that you have, okay, which is enormous, you can use that power for good or for evil. It's your choice. So what I think you have done, and I follow you fairly closely, 
is to try to get the truth on the record. I do. Okay. So when you do that, you enter the realm of journalism because you have to find facts in order to establish the truth. That doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're, you've got the label journalism on your forehead. It means you're practicing journalism. It is a part of what I do. That's right. I am an entire newspaper. They claim that they only do the news part, but they're, they're talk shows, too. Uh, this is a good discussion. Uh, now I'm going to have to go to one of these Bill O'Reilly, Donald Trump we events. We want to see you in Orlando? No, I, I, no, I want to see how you butcher and change and alter my question so it becomes unrecognizable. I just, and then I'll, then we're going to, come on. Oh, before you go, I got to play Mick Jagger, was playing okay. in Florida. Let me play this quick. And don't miss the Christmas tree at the BB&T Center with Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly, you know, it's where you All right, you got to laugh when Mick Jagger mentions your name. All right, you know all what? things Bill O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com. Sir, we're out of time. Thanks for being with us. All right, always fun. Quick break right back. Your call's on the other side. Straight ahead. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. 
Identity theft protection starts here. Never stops working for the good of the country. Sean Hannity with behind-the-scenes information on today's breaking news. Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 now to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, I see in a pretty abrupt reversal, Oakland's mayor uh, is now pushing to refund the police. I wonder why that is. You know, how is that? that possible um now all these stores are scrambling to stop these smash and grab robberies uh, they're happening now everywhere anyway oakland mayor is now announced that she's working to reverse plans to divert funding from the police department to social services and hire more officers to stem this year's spike in deadly street violence what do you expect when you defund dismantle the police and have no bail laws this this is all predictable and like every other problem the country's having it's all preventable uh, surplus military equipment for law enforcement they don't need that the last thing you need is an up armored humvee coming into a neighborhood it's like the military invading they don't know anybody they become the enemy they're supposed to be protecting these people so my generic point is that Do we agree that we can redirect some of the funding yes we have confused the the idea that to achieve safety, you put more cops on the street. Not only do we need to defund, but we need to dismantle and start anew. Why use the word defund? Why use the word defund? And it's like, this is the word that's coming from the streets. Look, the reality is we can't rely upon the police to provide public safety. You know, even the San Francisco Chronicle is saying there's nothing festive about boarded up storefronts as Union Square retailers look different this holiday season. Well, they don't really have any choice because you're allowing, you know, all these people involved in all of these crimes and these smash and grab robberies to get away with it. They lost six stores, what, Wal Walgreens, I think it was, in, in San Francisco, because they can't afford to, to be ripped off and the city do nothing to stop it. Los Angeles suspects... Uh, mother with a baby outside home and a, a daytime robbery caught on camera. You know, security executives say retailers are scrambling to now protect their stores from smash and grab robberies. What's going to happen next? The next thing that's going to happen is it'll be smash, grab, and then, you know, a shootout at the OK Corral. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Sadly, Georgia police officer among four dead bloodbath there. Also left a, a young boy, 12 years old, shot in the face. Unbelievable. Uh, San Francisco leaders are considering allowing deputies to provide private security of businesses. I, I don't even think, unless you hire the right amount of people, they're now so emboldened that it's only going to continue. And look at this on foxbusiness.com. Headline, Black Lives Matter calls for a month-long boycott of white companies. White supremacist capitalism uses policing to protect profits and steal black life, according to BLM. This is the group BLM. You know, what do we want, dead cops? When do we want them now? Pigs in a blanket. Fry them like bacon. White supremacist capitalism uses policing to protect profits and steal black life. It was on Instagram. 
by the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Skip the Black Friday sales by exclusively from black owned businesses. We're dreaming of a hashtag black miss, black Xmas. Uh, that means no spending with white companies from 11 26, 2021 to 1 1 2022. How does that bring the country together? What happened to a colorblind society? It's just sad. Um, we have news on the Jesse Smollett case. Um, uh, we now have discovered that the embattled empire uh, actor Smollett was, in fact, caught on surveillance video doing a dry run one day before his alleged hate crime attack. Prosecutors said at his trial in Chicago yesterday, and prosecutors contend the footage confirms the actor faked what happened on January 29th when he alleged an attack with Nigerian brothers who were expected to be key witnesses for the prosecution in the case. Jesse Smollett's lawyers claim that the actor was really attacked by the two brothers. Prosecutors poked a hole in that claim, revealing a text message sent by Smollett to one of the siblings a couple of weeks after the alleged attack. Oh, excuse me. How did that happen? And you might want to remember Kamala Harris calling Jesse Smollett's attack an attempted modern-day lynching. At Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this hate. She posted that in January 2019. The same Kamala Harris that helped that bail fund in Minneapolis after they burned down the police station. Uh, anyway, let's get uh, back to our busy phones. Sam is in California. Sam, you're almost as dumb as I am. I'm paying more now in taxes than you are, but you're right behind me. So we're both pretty dumb. Anyway, glad you called. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get out of here. You're so smart to get out. I of can't here. wait but to get me, the hell out of here either. Oh, God, you're so smart. Help me understand one thing. One thing, Sean. Yeah. Okay, I just watched, you know, your president there <laughs> um, get on TV and he is telling the people of this country that he needs to lower, by spending this trillion-dollar fund, he's going to help lower prescription payments. Now, I don't think I'm that dense. It's only been 10, 11 months. In his second day of office, Donald Trump passed a bill to lower prescription prices. And he actually passed the bill to reverse that bill. Remember that? And now he's going, we need to lower prices. Can you explain that to me? Or are people just that? They just forgot what happened yesterday. Listen, you, you couldn't be any more right. We're being lied to on a daily basis. He's even saying today that free daycare is going to cost you zero. I mean, the lies just continue, even though we now have a CBO score that says just the opposite. And we have, you know, Wharton business numbers, just the opposite, as I, I went over earlier in the program. Um, I, I Look, it's just like, oh, well, we don't need to check the COVID status of illegal immigrants that we put in overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic because they're not going to be here long anyway. That's another lie. It'll cost you zero. Another lie. I mean, everything that they do is, you know, and, and this worst part of all of this Every single crisis that we're now dealing with, they're all preventable. And the way you prevent them is go back to the policies that they inherited 
that were working. Trump's economic plan, Trump's energy plan, Trump's border control plan. All of, all of these things can be fixed and fixed rather easily. It's not complicated. Energy independence plan. Let's go back to being a net exporter of energy. And let's not artificially reduce the world supply. Mer Look, in a year, we get the first opportunity to stop this madness. In one year. And in three years, we get a chance to get the country back on track. That's, that, that's the play. In the meantime, make sure your states have voter integrity measures adopted by your state legislatures. In other words, signature verification. Uh, you would also need uh, voter ID, chain of custody controls. Uh, partisan observers can observe. You need updated voter rolls every election. You can't have illegal immigrants like some counties, apparently, in, in Vermont, allow them to vote when they didn't respect our laws, borders or sovereignty. You need to get that done before next year's election. And everybody in every state, especially these important states, needs to make sure that these integrity measures are adopted so we can have confidence in election results. Uh, anyway, appreciate the call, Sam. Feel better. All right, Chris is in Michigan. Chris, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Yeah, hi, Sean. Thanks for taking the call. Uh, at your opener, yeah, Wayne County's a mess. It always has been a mess, along with Macomb County. Mm -hmm. But getting back to Dr. Fauci, the question I've got is, you know, it's all these doctors that come on Fox News, Nishaway, et cetera. They're all in the same agreement except for one doctor, and that's Fauci. He's nothing but a political tool for the left. And when is America going to wake up and deal with it rather than keep announcing it on talk shows? We need you know, to stand up as Americans. I have had doctors, and by the way, now I don't agree with every opinion that's ever been given on this program, but I want you to be informed and, and know what important people think, and then you make up your own mind. Um, Dr. Oz, you know, in the middle of COVID, I, I really got to know him because we were on the phone almost every night for a while as he was getting information. Europe, you know, it was nine o'clock in Europe. It's three o'clock here on the East Coast. And he was talking to his, you know, to fellow doctors uh, across the pond and, and, and talking to these doctors and looking anecdotally. What do you see that might be working? And then, of course, Dr. Daniel Wallace, the largest lupus practice, rheumatoid arthritis practice, anti-malarial practice in the country, wrote a letter. It was in, I believe, April of 2020 on hydroxychloroquine. The risk of taking it is nil. It's a drug that's been around over 65 years. It's like seven cents a dose. And because Dr. Oz said, well, OK, you go to arm, you go to war with the army you have, not the one you wish you had. And if the risk is nil, uh, maybe it's not a bad idea to try it. Now, we since have had studies like the Henry Ford study and numerous others that confirm if taken early, it can help mitigate some of the effects of COVID. It, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as monoclonal antibodies, but it's certainly something, and at least it gives people some chance, uh, especially if taken early, and that now the scientific studies show that he was right. Um, we've had Harvard-trained doctors, Yale-trained doctors on this program, and then they come on, they get the crap beat out of them for just having an opinion that 
you know, one size fits all medicine doesn't work. By the way, it, it is the by ver- its very definition. You know, we're not following the science if we say everybody has to do the exact same thing. Uh, so it's a little frustrating. You know, look at the look at the choices now. Parents in some New York schools are being forced to to vaccinate their five year old kids, five to eleven. Well, the last time I checked, it's been a while now, about a month. The CDC website, we lost 162 kids in that age group during the entire pandemic. It's it's 0.008%, almost identical to, to the number of kids we'll lose annually to just the regular flu. So it's not impacting younger people. If it was, we'd have to revisit it. The science doesn't show that it is. But yet this obsession and... I've had people, friends of mine, cry to me because they don't want their five-year-old or six-year-old or seven-year-old to 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 get a vaccine that they really don't see a need for. And in some cases, some of these kids even had COVID and have natural immunity already. It's, you know, tell me how we're following science here. You see, they only want to follow science when the science is convenient to their politics. That should scare everybody. I'll give you the last word. When it conveniently helps them, that's the only time they want to talk about it. We as America and U.S. citizens that are legal U.S. citizens need to stand up and put an end to this. Enough's enough. I mean, everything that Biden was talking about today on the news in his hourly broadcast that he put out to the nation, 50% of it was lies written by somebody else. We need to stand up and say enough's enough. And Sean, hey, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it, sir. Uh, thank you for checking in with us. All right, quick break. Right back to your calls. Eight hundred nine four one. Sean, you want to be a part of the program? At the top of the hour, we look into the legal, moral, ethical implications of the vaccine mandate and much more. Straight ahead. Continue back to our busy phones. Harvey in Georgia. Hey, Harvey, we got about 90 seconds. They're all yours, sir. Hey, I need uh, electric trucks and stuff, battery operated trucks. Sure. The problem is there's, there's no place to charge. I mean, there's no place for trucks to park at night. Um, it's just uh, you're taking the free choice away from people saying, hey, we got forces down you. Because a few years back, they were trying to push this natural gas deal and flying JP all of those natural gas tanks at their truck stops. Who paid for it? They're not being used. There's no. There's very few. The technology's not there, and and they want to spend you know trillions of dollars, uh, but it's really under the guise they say New Green Deal, but it's really about it's really about Marxism. To each yeah. according to their need, from each according to their ability. Are you a trucker? Yes, I am. And because uh, uh, like I was telling your uh, the lady that answered the phone, um, there's really no trucks trucking shortage. It's I mean, I can prove to you what's going on with the industry, and not just in the trucking, because it's a, it's all around trucking. I mean, you got all kinds of stuff that affects the transportation. Now, let me ask and, you: Are you an owner operator, or do you work for a company? I'm an owner operator. Okay, good for you. I'm proud of you. And by the way, uh, everybody needs to know: every store we go to, every product we buy, is because you guys, you know, do the hard work of getting those products. 
uh, to the store shelf. So thank you for what you do. Okay. All right, my friend. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. All right. At the top of the hour, we'll uh, look at some of the medical legal policy implications of these mandates. Biden is losing big time on them. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And for a limited time, get more fun for less with the Michigan Bundle for just $49.99. Exclusive to Michigan residents only. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.